Star Wars 7x7 episode 2002. Today, because of the fact that the episode number corresponds with the year of release of another Star Wars movie, we're going to talk about Attack of the Clones today. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So, Attack of the Clones came out in 2002. You've heard me talk about this particular movie if you've been with me for a while with the podcast. And the fact that initially I was not the biggest fan of this movie. But of all of the Star Wars movies, I would say this one has grown on me the most. And one of the things that I mentioned in that regard was some of Anakin's monologues and just how tortured they sound. And I know the dialogue gets a lot of flack from time to time from Attack of the Clones, but I'll tell you, if I go back to some of my teenage journals and look at the stuff that's written in there, you know, the kind of dialogue that Anakin's reciting is not that far off from it, okay? So it's almost like I was reacting badly to the movie because it just felt like it hit a little bit too close to home for that time period of one's life. So yeah, Attack of the Clones has definitely grown on me. And as far as these episodes go, where we're talking about the movies when the episode number comes up that corresponds with their year of release, as with our previous four for the original trilogy in The Phantom Menace, we're going to talk about the notion of family and how it affects the events of this particular movie. Seen through that lens, the <laughs> Attack of the Clones events are pretty horrific for Anakin. I mean, on the biological side and on the surrogate family side. In fact, you could make the case that the reason why he decides not to leave the Jedi Order when he decides to marry Padme is because of the fact that his mother was killed. So, right there, that's the end of it for his family. I mean, I guess he could decide that he was going to leave the Jedi Order and become a moisture farmer with his stepfather and stepbrother and step-fiancé-in-law, <laughs> however you want to classify Baru at that point. Yeah, it kind of seems a little unlikely, and Tatooine seems like the last place that Anakin would want to go to, unless he was really going to be serious about freeing slaves, but it seems like he's kind of forgotten that whole situation. So the Jedi Order is the only family he has, and he's not thinking of his relationship with Padme to the effect of, I'm creating a new family. No, it's something else entirely that's going on with him. And so... Yeah, he has to stay in the Jedi Order. He has to keep this secret. Otherwise, he won't know how to cope with this situation. And I think it's fair to say that the galaxy, at least certainly not for a good long while, has not faced the kind of conflict that it gets sucked into in Attack of the Clones, right? The whole Separatist movement and the Separatists arming themselves and the Jedi capitulating on the clone situation and taking those guys on in order to fight the Separatists, that's a huge big deal. And the Jedi were peacekeepers, you know, it's not like they were immune to conflict or, you know, had nothing to do with these sorts of situations, but... What they're drawn into is bigger than anything they've faced before. And it does raise the kinds of questions that 
bring Anakin in conflict with the Jedi Order, the sorts of things that to crib from Star Trek, the needs of the many outweighing the needs of the few or the one, and Anakin with his burgeoning feelings for Padme is certainly having a sea change in that regard. He is not thinking about things in terms of the many. He is thinking of the few and the one himself. Which, because this is a properly tuned vicious circle, is only exacerbated by the loss of his mother. He has already glommed on to Padme in one of the biggest crises of his life when he actually left Tatooine and left his mother. And yes, he wanted to do that, but he misses his mother. He was afraid for his mother. And yeah, you know, that's a female figure who he really invested in after that. And now with Padme back in his life, he's you know, grabbed onto her psychically as well as emotionally and romantically and all that stuff. So yeah, the level of connection that he feels for her from a psychological perspective just makes that so much more difficult. Of course, there's a puppet master working on this behind the scenes to complicate matters. And you know, I'm kind of surprised that this topic has not come up. And so we're going to talk about this one particular thing about Anakin's dreams in Attack of the Clones here in just a moment right after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com SW7X7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. So Anakin has these terrible dreams about his mother and her fate. And I've you know looked around and seen some discussion here and there, but I'm surprised that it hasn't taken on you know a little more weight, a little more intent, a little more gravity, if you will. But what are the chances that Palpatine had something to do with these dreams that Anakin was having? Anakin must have been able to you know, tune into Shmi at some point. I mean, you would think that, for example, when she was purchased and freed by Klieg Lars, that should have given him some sort of like positive zing, like, oh, wow, like I just got a really good vibe from my mother or when she got married to him. Like you would think he would pick up on something like that. And so what I'm wondering, you know, in the opposite and in the alternative is that, I mean, we haven't heard anything like that, I don't think. I don't think there's anything anywhere that says that he had felt positive vibes coming from his mother. So the fact that he would feel negative things, um, is it possible that that was aided by Palpatine in some fashion the same way or in some similar mechanism to how Snoke linked the minds of Kylo Ren and Rey in The Last Jedi? Building on that too, because I've been thinking about that whole connection thing and how it was expanded upon in The Rise of Skywalker. I've been reading the Book of Sith here and there over the past few days because, you know, it's Christmas in the U.S., so why not read the Book of Sith of all things? And there is a description of a dark side power called horror. I guess I should preface this by saying technically the Book of Sith is not canon anymore because of when it was published, but I know the Jedi Path, which is the companion book, was referenced and researched by 
by Ryan Johnson as part of his work for The Last Jedi, so it stands to reason that the Book of Sith might have been as well. There is a dark side power called horror, which has to do with manipulating somebody's mind and raising fear in it. That combined with the notion of being able to connect minds seems like would be a reasonable description for how Anakin was having these dreams and also for it to be done in a very subtle way so that way Palpatine's desire to shroud the dark side from detection, well, how better to do it than to you know, introduce it into dreams instead where it wouldn't be so easily detected. There you go, my you know, two cent headcanon on that one. I'd love to hear what you think about that. As you... Uh, Listen to the episode and check it out either on you know social channels where you can comment or at home base at sw7x7.com. Up to you. But that is going to do it for our discussion of family and its effects on Attack of the Clones. And I think coming up Monday is episode 2005. So yeah, I have a feeling you can probably guess what we'll be talking about on that day. But for now, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.